Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson. Good afternoon. I'm so happy you can join us today. I hope that you're having a great uh, holiday weekend and, and uh, thank you for spending a little bit of your time with us. I've got, I'm here today with Jim Barnes and our special guest, Eric Giddy. He's the director of Sheltered by Jesus in, in, in Lewiston. And uh, Sheltered by Jesus has been around since 2018. It's fairly new. I'd never heard of it before, but I know a lot of the people who are involved with this. So I, I'm so happy that you're here today, Eric. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, good. Good. Well, start out maybe telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm uh, retired. I uh, was homeless myself uh, or but back in 2015, I went to the uh, the shelter in Skowhegan, Richard Berry's shelter. Yeah. Uh, became one of his staff. Fell in love with his work there and the people that he had there, and uh, really became involved with what he was doing. Uh, traveled with him. Um, I'm a retired construction worker. I'm just a simple man. I'm not a pastor or preacher or anything like that. I don't claim to be. Um, but uh, I'm blessed. I really am blessed. Well, we're blessed that, you're, uh, that you've been called to the work that you're doing. Tell us a little bit about uh, the home that you've got going on there. What's, what's, what's happening there? Okay, what we have is a, it's a 24-bed shelter. Um, it's not really a shelter. It's more of a home. Uh, I like that. I, th I think that's, uh, that, that was a change that you made. Yes. Uh, as, as you became the director. Well, it's my home. I live there, you know, 24-7, so it's I like to um, make it like they're just, they're, it's their home, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, it's, um, we say it's open 24-7, but it, we don't take people in 24-7. What we mean by that is the people don't have to leave during the day. Mm -hmm. They can stay there. 24-7. Um, of course, we encourage them to go out and get jobs. Um, but if not, if they're not ready for that, some people aren't ready health-wise, you know, they're welcome to just stay and uh, and call it their home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come and go as they please, as long as they're in by 9 o'clock at night. So what do they do, those who stay, during the daytime, what do they do? Uh, a lot of them, you know, go to the library. Uh, some of them have friends or in the neighborhood that they'll they'll go oh, visit okay. or family. Um, they got case managers. They appointments they have to go to. Uh, it's one of the things we stress is to make sure you have your primary care physician. Get on the meds that you need and. Stay on those meds. Yes. Um, you're not going to do anything if you're not taking the meds the right way. Um, and there's two CRMAs on site, so we hand out the, the meds to them as directed. Oh, okay. Um, and um, a lot of them, you know, volunteer to help around the house. A CRMA, what is that? That's the uh, certified. I'm not really Medical, sure. Medical, uh, yes. they hand out medicine. Hand out medicine. Oh, yeah. and they're authorized by? The state. Oh. So. Um, One thing I noticed when uh, when we were reading through your materials is that you don't have any paid staff. No paid staff at all. And uh, and how do you do that? How do you do that? So you're, you're, you're. By uh, the grace of God. Yeah. You're, 
your paycheck is a bunch of big fat zeros, right? Yes, and I get a ten percent raise every month. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so it's. Uh, but uh, but um, and and uh, and so how how do you work that out? Well, we two of the staff right now are on disability. Myself and and my assistant director. Um, so we don't have any problem with that. Um, one of the other staff member is, is going through that process now. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a retired firefighter and mm -hmm. he's uh, he really needs to be on disability. He's, right. he's a kind of a young man and he's yeah. he's uh, pretty tore up. That's a hard job that he had. Yeah. And uh, but he's he's a great guy and he he loves all the people and he runs a tight ship. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, t tell me, you know, you uh, you have a Bible study there every night, is that right? Yeah, there's a Bible study there Monday through Friday at uh, 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's roughly 30, 40 minutes long. We have different men that come in for, uh, from different churches in the area. You said like 65 people there uh, at once sometimes. Yeah, that's during Saturday night when Green Fellowship Church shows up to do the service. <laughs> We always have a blast, and they're coming tonight. So yeah. it's, it's going to be. That's my favorite favorite day of the week is Saturday night. Yeah. Um, Other than Sunday morning at church, Saturday night is it's it's a real close second. It's Eric. What are some of the things that you would like to see happen with the twenty four guys that are struggling and 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 all? What are some of the things that you would like to see happen for these guys? Let me. Uh, correct you a minute. We got 24 beds. Since COVID hit, we haven't had but 15 at the most. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that kind of makes it easier on the house as far as the facilities go, the kitchen and the bathroom, the laundry. Uh, so, um, but there's, there's so many things that we want to help the guys with. First, we got to figure out why they're there in the first place. Um, that's why when we take somebody in, it's not just for one night or two nights. We want them to come into the okay. program. Um, so we can figure out what made them come into the shelter in the first place, and we can work from there. Uh, if it's alcoholism or if it's drugs or if it's a broken home or there's so many different ways and you know as well as I do with the, what we talked about earlier you can walk right out of your crocodile shoes into the homeless shelter in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah I mean it doesn't in Skowhegan I met people that you would never think would be homeless mm -hmm. there's an assistant DA for the state that lives there mm -hmm. uh, it's a good friend of mine actually um, I oh. met a man that was an astrophysicist, mm -hmm. and all the way down to a hopo that was just living there for the winter. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, the, the people you meet are colorful, <laughs> and that's a good term. Some of them are hard to love, but Jesus says it's easy to love the people that love you. So it's it's so we we show them that somebody cares for them. And we want the best for them. And uh, then we work from there, just little by little. It takes a while. To Do get... you have rules? Oh, that yes. They have to go by? Yes, we've got quite an extensive list of rules. Uh, expectations, maybe. That's Expectations, a, yeah. rules, times where they have to wake up time at 7 o'clock. Oh. We'll turn the lights on at 7, and everybody's downstairs. Um, at 8 o'clock in the morning, we have a morning devotional and prayer, and we assign chores for everybody. It usually just takes 15, 20 minutes to, you know, clean the bathroom or whatever. Um, when they come in, we tell them we don't make you pray, but mm -hmm. you, you have to attend these Bible studies right. and prayer and service. Um, so... I mean, the rules are strict, but not really strict. Mm -hmm. you know, there's no drugs, no alcohol, no weapons, no arguing. Um, just welcome to the home and 
treat it like it's like it's your home and treat everybody in it like they're your brother and they learn that through our bible studies mm -hmm. and, and uh so far we the guys that we have right now are are awesome mm -hmm. they're they chip in they they're attentive to bible study they always ask questions uh quite a few of them go to church with us on sunday morning um so it's you go to church or do you have church there on Sunday morning, we go to church. We okay. go to Unity Bible Church in okay. Lewiston. Oh. Yep. And we have a van. We take take a bunch of people up there uh, and uh, hear the, the word from Pastor Bill Walker. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned as we were talking ahead of the program that you, you changed it uh, from uh, the idea from a homeless shelter to a home. Uh, right. And, and that, that seemed to have a big effect on, on your, uh, your, your, the folks living there. Right. First thing we did is I, when I first got there, they were calling it the homeless shelter, and I I didn't like that name homeless. It just right. puts a stigma on it, and I don't I wouldn't like being called homeless. Mm -hmm. So what we call it, you're not homeless, you're houseless. Mm -hmm. um, and then we uh, we took the um, the homeless off it, and then. I was getting pretty depressed because just things weren't developing the way I wanted them to. Mm -hmm. uh, the men weren't listening in Bible studies and falling asleep. and So I prayed, and I prayed hard. You know, what, do, what am I doing? I'm failing. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you're going to change it. You can change it to a men's Christian home, and I'm going to send you the people that I want you to to teach mm -hmm. and that's what we did and shortly after that we had four conversions right off the bat mm -hmm. within two months mm -hmm. and they all got baptized um, and it was it was a real proud day for me I, oh, sure. I felt really yeah. proud that you know these guys came in here and, and it's nothing I did it's it's what God did. That's what God yeah, did. Yeah, it uh, sounds like, yeah. yeah. yeah well, he, he came right in the door. Yes, he did. And uh, we, what we do is when when they show that they want to, that they accept Jesus, and want to, if they say the sinner's prayer or however they want to do it, they say they want to be baptized, we put them through a six-step uh, baptismal study. It's all based on the book of John. It's called That Man Called Jesus. And it's... Uh, what Jesus did, what others said about Jesus, what Jesus said about himself. Um, and it just gets them to really know who Jesus is before they take that final step. Okay. Then after they do those six studies with either myself or Michael, Pastor Bill will come in and, and grill them on it, so to speak, you know. So, because we want to make sure that they're they're serious and they know what they're doing. What, now, well, when somebody goes through that that process towards baptism, uh, do you see changes begin to occur in them in oh, the yes. way they live? And oh yes, definitely, definitely. Well, I think uh, I think it, I'm fascinated by the the change uh, of of talking about a homeless shelter uh, to a home. You know, I, I think that's so profoundly. Uh, uh, Jesus way of doing things you know yes. it's not it's not you know if we call it a homeless shelter we feel like we're coming there and doing those folks a favor yeah we're kind of like patting ourselves on the back yeah yeah, yeah. And, and if we call it a home and you're living there and that's part of your life and those guys know that you don't get paid uh you're not making yeah. a million bucks uh, as a as televangelist or something like that right um you know you're uh you're you're part of the family and uh yes you're part of a family and uh and it's it, it just it brings that idea of a, a loving, caring, you know, community uh, yeah. of brothers. Right. Yeah. Not only just within the shelter, they're seeing the men that come to teach the Bible studies, and they're seeing all the different pastors that are coming in. So how does that work? Tell me about that a little bit. Tell us yeah. about that a little bit. Well, uh, the Bible studies are we have like ten or twelve men that rotate through. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are from. Uh, um, East South Lewiston Baptist Church. Um, we have North Monmouth 
will come in on Tuesday nights. Um, a man from Oxford, John Billoweth, will come in on Thursdays now. Mm -hmm. He's just he's new to us. Um, and then Mike, Mike and I take up some slack. Yeah, yeah. And the guys really like Mike. They like to talk with Mike. Mike's a, a tremendous man of God, mm -hmm. and he's he's funny. Uh, and the guys really they like him. They trust him, and they and he's. But that's part of being a family, isn't it? Right. Yeah, developing yes. that level of trust and, and that level of confidence and. Yeah, it's and, uh, very yeah. different from a, a like a staff who you kind of have to salute and obey right. and that kind of thing, right. as opposed to a friend, right, who you live with, exactly, and you respect him. And we even have a dog. <laughs> oh really? Yes, I have my beagle there. It's a rescue beagle. He was homeless too at one time, <laughs> uh, and I ended up with him, and he's. 14 years old this month, so really? he's, but he's, he sees the guys, and if he knows the guy's not feeling right, he'll go sit right by him. Is that right? Oh. Yeah. You know, and he'll pet him, and one of the guys says, it makes me feel so much better just to pet that dog. Wow. Huh. And I said, well, that's what his job is, yeah, you know. He's, and he's doing, everybody's doing their job. Plus, he cleans the floors. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, but he's a, he's a good little dog. He's a, We're going to take a break now. It's 20 after 3, and uh, we're going to be coming back. Uh, if you if you want to talk or you've got some questions about uh, uh, for Eric, uh, please call 725-9224, 725-9224. We'd love to have you uh, come on air and, and uh, chat with you a little bit, and I'm sure that, uh, that uh, Eric has got some good answers for your questions. So we'll be right back. Uh, what was that phone number again? 725-9224. Don't forget it. 725-9224. Welcome back. You're listening to Simple Faith with uh, Jim Barnes, Eric Geedy, and Dale Carlson. And we're here talking about uh, Sheltered by Jesus in, in Lewiston. Now, I think these uh, there, there's kind of a network of these Sheltered uh, by Jesus uh Right now, there's two up and running, one in Skowhegan and, and the one here in Lewiston. And I believe there's one that's starting up in Bangor. Okay. Last oh. I heard, they were getting ready to open up one there. Yeah. And, and how, how do these things get started, uh, Eric? How do, how do... Well, usually, it's from Pastor Barry going around the country speaking. Okay. And somebody hears what he says, and it it clicks, and they say, that's what we need to do. That's what I've been looking to do, something to do for I the love that. I, that, that. That's what we're trying to do here on this radio station, too. We're trying to get that to click because there's so many needs out there, and there's yeah. so many things that people could be doing uh, to love others like Jesus loved us. But it doesn't, you know, for, for whatever reason, we think that uh, we're not qualified to do it or, or we're not we're not educated enough to do it or right. we haven't been Christians long enough to do it or or something like that or we're praying and uh, and those those situations that we we know are out there that we don't feel qualified for we're we're terrified to, to jump in and do it and uh, and uh, what happens when you're terrified when, when you're called to do something that's terrifying what happens <laughs> what happens Eric you don't do it you don't, or or you jump in with both feet and you find yep. out that God does God has the power and you don't and oh, so definitely. so if if yeah my my thinking is that uh, that if you can do something and you feel confident doing doing it what do you need God for and uh, and right. so so jumping in in those situations that uh, that you feel uncomfortable in is exactly where you're going to see God fill up the the uh, the, uh, the 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 slack He's going to take up the slack. Well, it's like with me for example. I was a construction worker. I had yeah. a fairly new Christian. Yeah. Uh, I believed in God my whole life. Um, told me a long time ago he had work for me to do, but it took me 47 years to figure out what that work was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he showed me what it was. Uh -huh. And I'm, I haven't been to Bible college or anything like that. And You and I are in the same boat, okay? But it's just... Yeah, yeah. I'm not qualified to do what I do. Yeah. But God is. Jesus God is. is. Yeah. You know, he qualifies the called. He doesn't call the qualified. Right. Yes. So, yes. So we just I just jumped in and, and this is how I would want to be treated is yeah. what is how I'm right. I mean it's yeah. it's it's yeah. 
and God supplies. It's it's. Uh, I mean, the food we, we eat. The guys, kind of, Michael, complains that I they, I feed them too well, but <laughs> I'm not a cook. Yeah. Never been professionally trained. I just like to eat and I like to watch the Food Network. Yeah. And uh, so I make good meals. Yeah. And it's uh it's not that hard to do. But where does the food come from? God supplies. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he supplies through people, doesn't he? He supplies through people. Yeah. He supplies through uh, people that you don't n normally would think. Um, uh, like Good Shepherd, we, we don't get food directly from Good Shepherd uh, because we have the Bible studies and services. They don't like that. Oh. But we get North Monmouth... Uh, supplies a lot of our food mm -hmm. um, we have um, oh we have so many people that supply foods um, scouts for hunger does a, mon a monthly donation I just give them a list of what I want and mm -hmm. they go out and buy it for us uh, new life church in Auburn will bring us by a few dozen eggs and loaves of bread and four or five gallons of milk every week um, there's a bakery in Lewiston that calls us almost every night and we go pick up the donuts. Health food. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Some of the guys complaining came in and says, the bakery took in my pants, they don't fit anymore. <laughs> so, no, I don't think that's how it works, yeah. but, uh, but I don't really care if I ever see another donut again. Um, then we have one of the funeral homes in town that when they do the catering, the family will ask to donate sure. it to us, and, yep. and we get quite a bit of food. It's it's. I mean, they they always show up at the time when it's late in the day, and I I don't feel like cooking or something like that, and all of a sudden the phone will ring, and hey, I'm coming over with some food. Yeah. So it's, oh, uh, yeah. you know, it's like thank you, Lord. And there's a couple motorcycle clubs that yeah. will will donate a bunch of food oh. to us. So, and uh, plus this. There's other people that donate fruits, vegetables, and anything like that. Yeah, how do you keep the lights on there? Uh, you got to pay the electric bill and the sewer bill, and I know in Lewiston, uh, you got you got to pay for the rain that falls on your roof and goes under the ground. Yes, um, we even got to pay for the uh, four-inch line coming into the house yeah. every quarter, so because we have to have it all sprinkled, just yeah, fully yeah. sprinkled, and um, mostly the churches. Mm -hmm. that we go to. Uh, there's Eastgate over in New Gloucester, mm -hmm. um, South Lewiston, North Monmouth, um, Green Fellowship. There's quite a few people, individuals that'll, that'll call. There's, there's one that sends a note every, every month. Um, she knows who she is if she's listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I look forward so much to that note because she writes it like a two-page note and it's just it's just so uplifting yeah and it's 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 fantastic and she she donates out of her meager disability she's mm -hmm. just retired mm -hmm. so she's on a real fixed income and, and uh so it sounds like god not only owns the cattle on a thousand hills he owns the food in a thousand cupboards Yes, he does. And where where it's needed, and he he knows how to get it there. Yep. Uh, th this is this is amazing. It is truly amazing. That's what I'm amazed at. Is it's it's he's just so he's blessed us so much. So when when uh, when you when somebody had the idea that you should go down and, and be the director of this uh, this ministry, uh, how did you initially react? I thought they were crazy. Yeah. 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 Says, you no, still think no. they're crazy? No, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you get into that? Taking that responsibility to run this incredible place? God put it on my heart. When I first came back to Maine, I was camping up in Greenville. It was a beautiful fall, sun, sunny day, not a cloud in the sky. Mm -hmm. And God just put it on my heart, make hay. I said, oh yeah, make hay while the sun shines. And then it came right back, no, make hay for me. Mm -hmm. So I knew something was about to happen. 
this this just kind of came into your mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I went, and we I ended up at the shelter in Skowhegan not long after that. But um, God was preparing you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, I used to live in North Georgia on a mountain. I used to go fly fishing every day. And uh, I haven't fished in a long time. I fished first time in three years the other day. Yeah. So, and God blessed me with a small, small mouth, but he blessed me. <laughs> so. so, so there was a time when you needed a home. And I only needed a home for a short time because I had a home in Georgia. I had, okay. a, I had a log cabin in Georgia that was that I built. I didn't need anything, but I fell in love with the shelter in Skowhegan. I said, this is it. This is what I want to do. <laughs> you know, I'm retired. I'm on disability. It's what, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I can't fish every day. <laughs> Some people well, think they can. <laughs> I wish I could, but yeah. I can't. But it's, uh, you know, so when I came down to Lewiston about a year later, I sold the home and uh, got a few of the personal effects and gave everything else away, mm -hmm. which is a, a big story in itself how that came about. Um, God worked. A miracle there really yeah we uh, I had my porch was full of stuff just tools and just all this stuff I collected over the years and I didn't want to move it back up here so I called one of the local um, thrift stores in town and this woman answered and I says I've got a bunch of stuff it's yours you can come and get it but it's got to be gone you got to take it all so they came up, and uh, we got to talking. She gave me her business card, and it wasn't the one that I called. The one that I called was just some a commercial business. Oh. She owned this little tiny um, thrift store, that, a Christian thrift store. Oh. And she told me she was going to have to close her doors that day because she didn't have anything else to sell hmm. I still can't figure out how <laughs> God changed the phone numbers on me but he did it because I just pressed you know on my phone call this number and but um, so not only did it bless him it blessed me to see that happen and uh, so I, I knew it was the right thing to do that's to sell the place <laughs> and move back up here I mean it's it's uh, he's been fantastic. Just to be no, to no walk with him every day is is amazing. No, no regrets. None whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that I, it's just the only regret I have that I didn't do it sooner. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, it's it's because uh, there's nothing like I told Michael. Well, when I leave here, you're going to be carrying me out feet first because I don't plan on going anywhere. So, but there must have been moments when you first started this when it seemed impossible well you you said there was a time when you were saying god this isn't working yeah i'm failing yeah i was getting depressed the the people that we had coming in weren't changing they were they were still doing drugs oh. and still coming in drunk and and so we had our hands full yeah. and uh but uh after i we changed everything. Everything's changed. I mean, it's, it's and that we, we. I didn't really do much except change the name. You know? But it sounds like you made some some uh, expectations of people that were living there. It wasn't just a flop house. It was some place where you couldn't right. come drunk or you couldn't right. come uh, uh, under the influence of drugs. That there were some expectations that if you wanted to live there, you got to be part of a family. That's right. Yep. Well, and you got to hear hear the word of God. Yeah, I mean, amen. Cause, yeah. Because. I can't fix what's wrong with you. Yeah. You can fix what's wrong with you. You can try, but I know somebody who can fix what's wrong right. with you. And that's what we're going to give them. We're going to give them the guy that can fix them. Because I can't 
cure homelessness. I don't think anybody can. Amen. Um, Amen. It's it's well. I mean, you can throw a bunch of money at it, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. I mean, you have to go to the root cause of what's causing the homelessness. Yeah. So I was going to say that what does fix homelessness? You know, it's it's some people are are easy. They just need a hand up, not a handout, a hand up. Um, they need to get some medical attention, get on the right medications, get the word of God, and and rebuild their life. And the guys, well, do this for me, do this for me. No, I'm not going to do that for ah. you. Because if, if I'm working harder for you than you are for yourself, I'm just enabling you. Mm-hmm. So we make them do it for themselves. Okay. And that, that when that sense of purpose come, came in, it changed everything that was going on in the shelter. Yes, it did. And we, we tell the guys, look, you come into the shelter... You get a nice bathroom, two two showers. Um, you get your meals cooked for you. You get plenty of food. You don't have to pay for anything. You drop off the laundry in the morning. Pete has it ready for you oh, at night. Oh, geez. so they don't have to do their own their own laundry. All can they got to do is in? sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all they got to do is focus on themselves. Yeah. And that's what the whole thing is. It's you don't have to worry about all this little stuff. We'll take care of the little stuff. So how ma- how long do these guys stay typically? Well, we've had guys there right now that's been there for two years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He's getting ready to move out. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his brother. His brother came up, stayed with us. He's been here about six months, and they're getting ready to get an apartment. And it's uh, they got good jobs. So they're not getting a voucher or anything like that. They just yeah. go out. And that's what we tell the people. I don't know if it's the case managers that are wanting them to get vouchers and move out. We said, no, don't. Yeah. We want you to stay here and save your money. So when you do move out, you have a cushion that you can <gasps> fall back on where, okay, well, I didn't work this week, but I still got money in the bank. I can make sure I eat or pay rent or whatever. And you're not back here. You're yeah. Not, you're not a comeback. The same old, same old. Because after a while, it gets old to us when we see the same three, the same guy come back three times. So you're and talking about somebody's life changing. Right. Who right. does the changing? God. Ah. So, uh, so how do you... How, how does somebody know that it's time for them to move on? Usually they decide that for themselves. Okay, yeah. I think I'm ready. Yeah. You know, and if, oh. if we say, if we see that they're not quite ready, we'll kind of say, well, why don't you stay here for a little bit, you yeah. know? And, uh, and, like, we're not forcing them to move out. So it's, but we want them, when they move out, to succeed. Right. Now, do you have contact with those folks after they move out or how does that work oh yes yeah, yeah. we got uh, a lot of them uh, come back for services and bible studies mm-hmm. um, a couple of them still go to church at unity bible church with mm-hmm. us on sunday mm-hmm. um, i had one young man about a month ago call me uh, he's like 20 years old and he was he was a 20 year old kid sure and i was pretty hot on him treated him like i would my son mm-hmm. And uh, finally, he moved out. He spent probably eight months there. And uh, he called me up a couple months, a month or so ago, and was living up north in Benton. Started going to church up there. Met a woman, got a girl, got mm-hmm. married. They're expecting a baby. He's got a job, and he was he said, "I can't thank you enough for what you guys did for me." And that, that's how we get paid. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. When I'm standing on the front porch and people go by and, hey, Eric, how you doing? Thank you so much for what you did for me. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's like payday. Yeah. So it's, it's treasure in heaven, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but you use the word ready, Eric, that, that that was kind of the key was when a person's ready, what make what are the signs that a person is ready to 
manage their own life, go out and, and be independent? I think each person is different. Some that um, you can just tell how they act, what they do during the day. If they're out, you know, working and saving their money, and okay, and the way they what they talk about changes, and you can tell that. So actual behavior changes the way oh, they yes. act. Definitely, definitely. Changes. And you get to know that by being in that kind of a almost an intimate type relationship. Your family, oh, yeah. 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 It's like a, a member of your family, yeah. 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 and yeah. you notice what's going on. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, it's time again. We've got to take another break. Uh, we're, we're at 725-9224. We'd love to hear from you um, if you have any questions for Eric. Uh, there are some amazing things going on uh, in, in the Christian world. If we only listen and, uh, and respond to what God uh, calls us to do, if you see a need, you know, God's calling you to meet that need. So we're going to uh, be right back, uh, 725-9224. Uh, talk to you in a couple minutes. Welcome back to Simple Faith. This is Dale Carlson with uh, Eric Giddy and uh, Jim Barnes. And we're talking about uh, Sheltered by Jesus, uh, a kind of a local ministry that started here in Maine and uh, is, seems to be growing and, and expanding a little bit. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of an exciting thing. Uh, Eric has kind of given up everything and moved in there with him, and, and, uh, and he's having a great time. Is, is that right? Am I? I don't want to. I don't want to put I'm, words in your mouth. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've been around the world, not around the world, but I've been in quite a few countries and enjoyed myself. But this right here is is it's satisfying. More satisfying than anything yeah, else I've yeah, ever done. Yeah, and I, you know, I can tell by looking in your eyes. People can't see you, but I can look in your eyes and I can say, you know, you're. you're uh, <laughs> You look like a happy man. <laughs> I am. And people ask me, you know, why are you so happy all the time? You live, you live in a homeless shelter. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know the answer until yeah. uh, one day I picked up a little book called uh, The Practice of the Presence of God uh -huh. by Brother Lawrence. Yes. And I said, well, that's the reason why I'm so happy. Yeah. Because I'm walking with God every yeah. day. And but that that uh, that that you you've experienced the fruit of the spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, yes. the kindness, the goodness, all that thing stuff that everybody's out there trying to buy with money. Can't buy it with can't money. Can't buy, buy it with money. No. I tried and didn't work. Yeah. No. But one day God said to you, "Make hay," and now you've discovered what that means. How to make hay? Yeah. <laughs> the harvest is uh, is is white. Labor is few. So. Yeah. So like if some. I'm sorry, Jim, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say, it was like he said to the d disciples, come follow me and I'll make you a fishers and men. Is, is that what he's done for you? <laughs> I guess, because I haven't been a fisher of fish in a long time. So um, I'm starting to get back into it now. But, uh, but yeah, that's what he's done for me. He's... I'll bet there are folks out there that have... That have heard, have had that little message from God, make hay, and scratched their head and said, what the heck does that mean? What should I do? Like, <laughs> like he was saying, jump in feet first. Jump in feet first, <laughs> yep. Don't, don't, don't put your toe in the water, jump right in, because if it's not impossible, what do you need God for? That's right. And uh, and so that's, that's good. So if there's people out there that wanted to help out uh, uh, your home, how would they do that? Well, they can give me a call at 241-7047. Uh, 241-7047. 7047. Or you can go on our website, shelteredbyjesusla.com, all one word. And there's a, a place to donate there. Or Unity Bible Church, uh, there's also a place to donate there. So, uh, so what about if someone wants to come and uh, be part of your family, okay, get to know the guys a little bit? Is that possible? Or? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just come and knock on the door. No, you just come in and open the door. <laughs> Nobody open it knocks. yourself. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody knocks. <laughs> Nobody's gonna answer it, right? <laughs> oh wow. So, uh, yeah. Is there a need for for space? Are there a lot of folks out there who are who need this kind of help? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. Um, 
we're blessed to have a couple other shelters in Lewiston that, you know, serve a, a fantastic purpose just like we do. Okay. Um, and they're both, both the other ones that I know of are faith-based. So uh, we're just a little bit different. We're just... Now, did somebody, what are some of the things that a person that would like to help out and say, and, and say, I think God wants me to do something, what are some of the things that they can actually do? Well, they can help out with uh, cooking meals or ah. um, basically about it. We get a, a clothing closet that always needs uh, arranging and, and putting in order. So if somebody came and, and knocked on the door and said, uh, I like to cook, uh, and I think God wants me to to help you guys, you you might be able to find a way to put them to work? Yes, definitely. We have Mike Hansen on the line. Uh, hi, Mike. How are you? I'm very good. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm I'm so happy to talk to you. Uh, you are one of the uh, founders of this ministry. Is that uh -huh. is that correct? Well, we like to say Jesus is the founder. Well, hey, of course, amen. of course. Amen. Yeah. He just he just humans us and let us think we're doing something. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, yeah, uh, uh, Unity. I I was given uh, the, the the original book by Pastor Barry uh, back in. June of 2016, I think it was, okay. by one of the other elders at the Unity Bible Church, Hal Dean, Harold Dean. Okay. And they said, you got to read this book. And then Pastor Barry came down and spoke at Unity Bible in September of that same year. And uh, I just went up to after, you know, I, I had just gone on disability myself. Um, I, I use a walker and a wheelchair, and, uh, and uh, after 32 years in the auto automobile industry, I was like, it's definitely time to get out of that, that rat race. So I said, okay, what do you want me to do now, God? You know, I I, I was actually getting ready to return. I, I retired the year before. And uh, I just went up to Pastor Barry. I said, Pastor Barry, I've got time on my hands. Um, I need I need, I need, need to do something for Jesus. And he said, just come up and sit with the guys because they behave themselves better when we have gas. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> so I started going to Skowhegan, and then, and then you know, you know how you know how it is when you volunteer in, in, in church. <laughs> and they had me come up and do a Bible study on Wednesday night. Yeah. And uh, I lived here in Auburn, and I met Eric, got to know Eric, and uh, Al Dean kept telling us at Unity Bible Church, we need to open a shelter, we need to open a shelter, a Christian home here in Lewiston. Mm -hmm. And it's like okay, and. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we decided to buy, uh, the building at Pine Street and, uh, we renovated it and, and, um, Eric didn't tell you this part of how we ended up in Lewis, and so I'm going to have some fun with Mr. Eric right now. Okay. We want, <laughs> we want to hear the truth. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're trying to renovate this building. We bought it in August. We started renovating it in the fall of 2017. And you know how things are when, when you have to rely on volunteer work and try to get people to do things for free or, or oh, I know. not pay them. I know. Really should be paid. Yep. But we're trying to do that, trying to do everything on a shoestring. And um, uh, there was a man that was working at the shelter, uh, living right in Lewiston, from Lewiston, that did a lot of work up in Skowhegan for Eric. And he became good friends with Eric. And, uh, and he said, you know, and, and I had a couple guys doing some tile work in the bathroom, and Tony came to me and he just said, "These guys don't know what they're doing." And of course, <laughs> I don't know they don't know what they're doing, but Tony knows. He goes, "Let me give Eric a call. See if he'll come down and tile the bathroom for us." <laughs> I said, "Great." So we got Eric to come down and tile the bathroom, and there was a bedroom there. So Eric said, "Well, there's no sense in traveling back and forth, you know, from Skowhegan to Lewis. And I'll just stay here until the job is done." Well. Eric's still there. February 2018. Well, I keep uh, finding stuff to do. Right, the bathroom needs to be tiled, still needs to be tiled. Yeah, it's almost time to retile the bathroom, isn't it? <laughs> you did. You, you took a lot of it out and, uh, and just did the whole thing over again. That, was, that caused quite a commotion. But anyway, um, you know, God God is good, and he's, uh, he's sovereign over, over it all. But, you know, I, I, I got to just share this with you. I, 
I was very hesitant in you know in uh, in doing doing the, uh, the you know the the, the shelter in Lewiston. Like who's going to run it? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? You know, I was like I, I was like you know trying to think, work through all the logistics instead of just trusting God. That's right. You know, yep. and uh, I, I remember sharing with uh, with our pastor at the time back in the spring of 2018. After we finally opened, we opened on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, you know, I remember sharing with the pastor, I said, you know, a couple of months ago, I thought we had just made a huge mistake. We just spent a lot of money buying a building, renovating a building, getting it ready, and we got, you know, who's going to run it? Who's going to live there? Because the model is we don't take any government money. We completely rely on churches, individual believers, and believe it or not, even sometimes non-believers. Um, I know we're getting up to 4 o'clock, but uh, the Sunday night before we opened, I called all three TV stations to try to get a little PR going, and Channel 13 came and, and interviewed us. Oh. Well, the next morning, I get a call from a guy I sold a lot of cars to over the years. He says, I understand you need a van. I mentioned on the news, that the shelter needs a van, I, you know, so we could bring people to, you know, job interviews, doctor's appointments, whatnot. So this gentleman calls me up. He goes, I understand you need a van. And I, and I recognize his voice. And I said, is this you, Bob? You know, I didn't want to get his name. And he goes, yeah. And he's not, he's not a Christian. He's a good guy. You know, yeah. he's a good yeah. guy. And he's got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and so God used him and, you know, to, Donate money. We went out and bought a van, and it's just like every, almost every week, sometimes every day. You know, Derek will tell me the guys were, you know, complaining about how we didn't have any good stereo, and guess what showed up at ten thirty this morning? <laughs> you know, one of the local believers, you know, um, with a box of all kinds of different cereal. And I was like. And that, that's just the way it does. It's just that's the way God provides. Uh, it just gives it gives me goosebumps to hear that because you know yeah. if you don't jump, if you don't jump in and tackle it, even though it's uh, you know if you figured it all out, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be seeing God do this. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You, 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 you know, faith. You know, faith is what you know. What we hope for is not necessarily what we see, right? Right. <laughs> and so, you know, do 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 we have that faith? And you know. I said, I, you know, we, we, we struggled at Unity Bible Church, so we're going to really spend all this money. And and we had been given um, a, a good chunk of money years ago at United Baptist. And Unity Bible Church is the old United Baptist on Main Street. Uh, I yeah, am aware of that. Yep. Yep. And we, you know, we merged. Um, we needed a building and they needed a pastor. So God said, okay, you two, you two, you know, uh, groups of saints, you need to get together here. And and I, I, just, I remember saying this, and it wasn't me that was saying it, it was the Holy Spirit. If Jesus came back today and asked us, what did you do with the money I gave you? What would we say to him? Sit in the bank, right? Ah. No, no, this, this, is, this is the money that was given to him. No, I know, I, I'm, just, I'm, be, I'm being facetious. That's not what should be done with it. It needs yeah. to be put to use. If got, you've got money, put exactly. it to use. Yep. Are, are you growing the kingdom with that money because that's our commission yeah. is to make disciples so uh you know and, and we all kind of said yeah you know let's let's do this let's just so we jumped in with both feet no one really knew what they were doing i ended up being the general contractor i'm no general contractor let me tell you that right now but uh you know we got people started calling and people started you know what can i do well we need tables tables show up I contacted Mike Lindell at my pillow. He sent me forty pillows. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, Eric and Pete and Troy, the, the staff at the shelter, are amazing, amazing men. They um, they're all in. Uh, they they just they just do a tremendous job. And and uh, you know, Eric does all the cooking. And let me just share something about Eric and his cooking. <laughs> up, oh, really? We're going to get the truth. Says, someone shows up and says, I want to cook? Yeah. Probably not that day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a private meal for Eric first, you know, make sure they can cook. He's really fussy, but he's a really good cook, too. I mean, 
I, I, you know, I go over there to do Bible studies just to stop in, and, you know, it always smells great. It's like, what would you make for dinner tonight? Oh, well, we had some baked cod with a crab meat stuff, and I said, Eric, you're never going to Stop feeding them this way, you know? What happened to beans and hot dogs? Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. God provides. God provides. It's exciting. I mean, it's there, there's nothing more exciting in life than what you're talking about right now. It is just you know you're over your head. You don't know how it's going to come in, but somehow it does. And you just know you know that you know that you know that God is watching over there. He says, He says the poor will be with you always, and sometimes it's, right. it's the poor that are our yardstick of where our faith is. Definitely. Absolutely. We looked at that the other night. We were in, uh, going through a, the Gospel of Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jesus said, listen, you're always going to have the poor. Yeah. The lady has done a beautiful thing. You know, Mark, you know, Mary did a beautiful thing. You know, anointing him with the with the perfume. Um, you know, it's impossible to please God without faith. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is so true. And, and I, I see that every day. Uh, every time I, I, you know, I typically call in once a day to check in on, on the guys and and to try to go over at least three or four times a week. And um, I just see it every day, you know, faith being lived out, being you know, lived out. And it's, and it's all because of what Jesus has done. You know, what with, uh, with you, 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 I can hear the excitement on your face, and I can see the, 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 uh, <laughs> the glint in, uh, in Eric's eyes here. And I know you guys are having a great time. You know what a you know what a shame to live your whole life and not experience what you're ha- what you're experiencing yeah, right now. Yeah, to have that kind of joy. Uh, it, it it just you know I, I I just I wish everybody out there could could uh, could have this kind of an experience. And there's so many things that need to be done. You know we we we've got yeah. we've got uh, you know we've we've uh, we've got this decision about. You know, abortion is no longer uh, a, a right, but who's going to take care of these women that are are, are facing these pregnancies that are are, uh, Absolutely. are, are you know, it, it, that's our job, that's our job, that's that's what Jesus. It is our job, and you know, we we, we, we get a we get a grant from a uh, foundation called the Protein Foundation. They they're a bunch of farmers out in Michigan that make ice cream. Oh, I know. And, he's uh, he's our found, he's the founder of of this radio station also. So just so you know. Oh, oh okay, that's great. Yeah, we, we got these, these guys are wonderful. We got they always ask us, you know, what, what would you like to see God do in, in Lewiston, Auburn? And it's the same thing every year. We need staff, and we would love to open a women's yeah. show. That's what's next. We got to go now. The music is playing. Yeah. We'd love to talk to you again okay. sometime. God Thank bless you. you. Bye-bye. God bless you all. God bless you, Eric. Have fun. Be a Christian. Jump in with both feet. <laughs> Amen. <laughs>